Welcome to The Real Property Show, where we talk about building, buying, and selling residential real estate. I'm Brian Freeman, and welcome to the show. Hey everyone, uh, today we're going to talk about attic ventilation. So if you're building a custom home, you're building an ADU, or maybe you're remodeling your entire house and gutting the entire thing, you're going to be required by the city or the county uh, to actually draw up your plans, and you're going to have to show attic ventilation. Now the way they calculate that is they look at the actual square footage of the structure. So let's say you have a 2,000 square foot home, so you have a 500 square foot garage, you got 2,500 square feet of area and what you will do is you'll actually take that and divide that by 150. So the ratio, let's just say for this one's 2,500 feet, we divide it by 150, that's going to give us 16.67 square feet of net free air ventilation that we need for that attic space. So you actually have to, be, by installing roof ventilation, say O'Hagan roof vents or dormer vents or uh, gable in vents on the ends of your gables, uh, you have to come up with 16.66 square feet of ventilation. Now this is typical standard uh, way of building where you will put your insulation down to your ceiling level um, of the home and then you have the attic that is non-conditioned space. When you do this, um, it's uh, the, the way that you have to do it in wildfire areas now totally changes how the what you have to do. So these uh, vents that we use a lot, we use brand guard vents quite a bit and these brand guard vents are have baffles in them and it really reduces the net free uh, air ventilation area that you get from these. So say you had a, a 24, 14 by 24 vent, you would say it'd be 14 inches times 24 tall, you get 336 square inches, and then you would actually divide that by 144, which would say that'd be like 2.33 square feet of net free area, and that would go against that 16.67 square feet. So you'd have to make up the additional just take 16.67 minus the 2.33 and that would give you what you had to do with the other gable vents and then also make that up with your your roof ventilations that would be high up on the ridge or maybe down low by your overhang so uh, with this uh, with the wildfire requirements they don't want these embers to blow directly into your attic these baffles that you have to put on these o'hagan vents and then also on your gable and vents they greatly reduce that net free area. So you may only, for like one O'Hagan vent uh, that you put on the roof, you may only get like a half a square foot of ventilation from that. And the gable vents, you may get a little bit more, but not much. So it's, it's, it's well under half of what you would normally get. So by having to meet these requirements of the ventilation, you're talking about having sometimes 20, 40, 50 holes cut in your roof and then you have your gable and vents as well. So it almost looks like a Swiss cheese by the time you're done. The roofer's cutting out all these holes and then putting these vents in. And sometimes when you do comp shingles, it doesn't look that great. Um, also, it, you can blend a little bit better if you're using tile, but it's not the best look. And it also leaves that penetration point for if any embers did happen to get through those baffles, they get into your attic. And that's one of the most important or most critical points where a fire could breach and get into your home with those driving winds, so those east east winds that come in and drive those into your home and then catch it on fire in the attic and then you got a fully involved home and you lose it. So that's what we're trying to avoid. So 
with all that said, so what we can do to eliminate these attic vents is we use spray foam insulation. If you go back to our YouTube channel, we just posted a video on this and you can see this actually being installed. But the, the concept is, is you come in and you use uh, expandable spray foam and you shoot that up against the roof sheathing and all the way down to the plate line on the walls. And that creates an envelope and that's typically about, R, it's an R38 uh, requirement for that insulation in the San Diego area and it will be about 10 and a half inches thick. So from the bottom of the roof sheathing, it'll come down about 10 and a half inches, and then it comes down to your plate line on the exterior walls. And that creates a complete envelope all the way down the walls, and then we, we'll do either bat insulation, or you can do spray foam on the walls as well, but that's not required to get rid of the, ventilate, the ventilation requirement. You just gotta come down all the, the from the ridge all the way down to the outside walls. And then you also got to do your gable ends. And those are typically the gable ends are five and a half inches thick material. And those are R21 spray foam. And you can eliminate all your gable end vents as well by doing that. And so now we, we have eliminated any requirement that we have to do as far as attic ventilation. And they consider that uh, space between the top of your ceiling, the drywall in your house, up to your roof sheathing, a semi-conditioned attic space. So what that also does for you is it re it actually relieves the load on your HVAC system. So typically we'll put your air handler for your furnace and your air conditioning unit up inside of the attic space and you know, above your ceiling and that's exposed along with all the air ducts that are running up there to the heat that is uh, that's in that attic space which is, is a ton just a ton of heat. So when you get that attic space conditioned with the spray foam, it then takes the load off that system. And a lot of times the HVAC company can actually downsize the, uh, the, the tonnage on the HVAC system. And that can actually save you a little bit of money uh, as far as not having to be, buy as big of a system and it's more efficient as well. So you don't have, your utility bills will go down because you're not having all this cold air or hot air exposed to either cold or hot air in the attic. So it's uh, it's got a couple different benefits. So you can definitely protect yourself from wildfire. You can you get a, uh, a lot lower electricity bill too. That's the other thing I did not mention is by having that, it just, you do not get the radiation of the heat. So your home's not having to cool as much during the summertime and it's huge. So it really helps with keeping that building at a real constant uh, temperature inside. Um, as well as taking the load off of that system like we talked about, about downsizing that HVAC system. So, all right, so I hope that was helpful in learning a little bit more about why spray foam can benefit you when you're building a home, an ADU, or possibly doing a whole house remodel. So, all right, if you'd like more information, again, check out our YouTube channel. You can also go to our website at tfgonline.com. All right, thanks for your time. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening to The Real Property Show today. If you're needing help buying or selling your home, buying or selling land, 
or you're needing help building a home or remodeling your home, feel free to check out our show notes. We have a ton of information there. You can get all of that on our website. Make sure you visit our website also at realpropertytv.com and go to our resources tab. There is a ton of information there. You can download it, all of it for free. If you're looking for information on selling a home, buying a home, actually buying land or actually building or remodeling your home, it's all there. So check it out. And also make sure you check out our partners page. We have a ton of information on real estate pros that we trust, also builders that we trust, and you can connect with them there. So thank you again for your time. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you.